0: Welcome to Nibbling Quantum Sausages, also known as (laughs) Non-Sequitur. Hello. (laughs) And my guest Tally is looking at me strange. I don't think she knows what she's in for. Introduce yourself, please.
1: Hi, I am Tally. Nathan's right. I have no idea what I've got myself into.
0: Excellent. (laughs) Right, Tally, welcome to Non-Sequitur. I should... We've had some new listeners, so I'm going to explain some of the rules for not just your benefit. (laughs) Non-Sequitur is a podcast in which we get topics from... The people who listen to it and promise to at least mention them. We do not often have to stick to the topic but we're not allowed to look up anything on the internet while we're talking so you know if people ask questions and we go completely off topic or wrong there's no way for them to hold us to account for it uh, or ourselves to account. Other than that there are literal no rules but there is one thing that we do with every guest which is to ask them the following question If you could be Patron Saint of something, what would you be Patron Saint of?
1: Oh, that's great! That's a great question. Probably something nice and whimsical like gardening, because...
0: You do a lot of gardening. I do a lot
1: of gardening. My kitchen is literally filled with seeds right now.
0: That's a good, that's a good Patron Saint, I think. What what would people pray to you for if they were praying... See, this is our common follow-up question, and no one ever knows exactly what to say. Some, well, some people do. I love this question because some people are, like, so on it and some people aren't.
1: I'm not. <laughs> um, for good fortune with their germination rates <laughs> and not to be struck oh. down by mighty weather gods or something.
0: Oh, you see, I've just thought that um, germination rates, it sounds like a marketing thing for, like, plants, like... If there was, or gardeners' question times rather than the like how the FTSE one hundreds before it's like and the germination rates German ra- of so roses are up but lilies are down. I don't know a shipping forecast, but for, uh, for gardening, which I guess is just called a forecast, <laughs> like a normal weather forecast. That's what that would be. Yeah. Yeah. No, garden. I can see you as the patron saint of gardening, and I don't think we have a patron saint of gardening already in the non sequitur sainthood haggier of hagiography, something like that. Someone's told me what the actual word for a book full of saints is, and I do kind of want to commission one of all the saints of non-sequitur, because we have quite a few. We have, like, three patron saints of procrastination. Are you ready for the first question? Sure. Bear in mind, we don't have to stick to it. All right. uh, which sounds like <laughs> I realise just sounds like is like I'm shitting on the topic before I've even asked it. Uh, what should be the first sport, video game, music, and TV show that the first human Martians should play? So let's let's go with first sport. What should be the first sport played on Mars by the first human Martians?
1: Definitely lacrosse.
0: Oh, look, space lacrosse would be quite fun.
1: Yeah, it'd be. It has the most different components. From different sports things. So you've got a net, but you also the... carry the net around. Because
0: I know the first sport in space was golf, because they played golf on the moon. Mm. Um, although I don't know how they played it, because like, what's par on the moon?
1: <laughs> Not a clue. I think
0: it was actually part of an experiment. They wanted to test the gravity in something and they did it with golf, but they did technically play a round of golf on the moon when they did the Apollo landing.
1: That sounds important and exciting.
0: Yeah, I mean I don't know anything about space exploration so I don't and I don't know what the gravity on Mars would be like and how you see my problem with this is that like I know the I know the first of each of these categories would all be like something from earth but I kind of want them to develop a martian sport and a martian video game and martian music and so on
1: Oh but the first video game as space invaders would be really funny
0: <laughs> <laughs> Oh that'd be great No that yeah Space, so do, Space Invaders is the first video game.
1: Yeah, you could do like a reskin for Invading Mars, it'd be great.
0: Although, I kind of want to see a bunch of astronauts play our favourite video game. Ooh. Monster Prom.
1: Oh! I have a lot of love for Monster Prom. Do
0: you want to tell people what Monster Prom is?
1: Yeah, uh, Monster Prom is a multiplayer dating sim. Um, it's an indie game, um...
0: And it's amazing.
1: Yeah, Because um, yeah.
0: you can have a competitive date.
1: Yeah, you can. You can absolutely have a competitive date. Would recommend competitive dating.
0: <laughs> what, just in real life? <laughs> like...
1: Um, I stand by what I said. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know people can be, like, competitive with their partners. Um, uh, uh, it's like...
1: I, I did mean in dating sims that are okay. multiplayer, but, like... You know, you know, what, what, what whatever, do you want. Whatever floats your boat, honestly. We're not gonna...
0: But, but no, I think you're right. Space Invaders would be, would be a good game. So what about music, then?
1: Hmm. I don't know.
0: So I don't know enough about music.
1: No, neither do I. I don't, don't really do the music. See, so I feel I, like it'd have to be something cheesy and space-themed.
0: I've just remembered I made you a playlist on YouTube of uh, stupid yeah. songs. Yeah!
1: I haven't actually got around to doing that listen yet.
0: What? I'm the worst. <laughs> what? I put, like, five minutes of effort into that. Yeah, well,
1: I've been...
0: I'm very annoyed now. You come on, my podcast and like, oh, don't listen to things. And if you had listened to it, you might have an answer for I the question. I might have an answer
1: to the question.
0: But... Uh... But now
1: I've got Rocket Man stuck in my head, so, like, there's that.
0: Oh, but that no, you can't be that because that was a joke on Big Bang Theory, oh. and you can't, oh, no, you can't, you can't indulge Big Bang Theory uh, even slightly. I don't know what it is about it that's. Well, I do know what it is yeah, about. Yeah, it. <laughs> it's just there's. I think there's too much, of it ev- in every respect. There is too much in Big Bang Theory.
1: Yeah. It is very.
0: <laughs> it is. It exists, is what you can say about Big Bang Theory, but though I know that Rocketman was, uh, in the period of time when I watched Big Bang Theory, Rocketman um, was a joke because they were, they had a space-going person in the main cast, and, oh, God. So we need a new song.
1: Okay, um... Well,
0: you're being quite obedient, by the way. I was expecting you to full derail. That was my prediction. When I was walking up here, I was like, Tally will not focus on the task at hand.
1: Well, I'm quite an obedient person sometimes.
0: Interesting.
1: Well, I can be less
0: helpful.
1: (laughs) I can start throwing the random bits of fruit at you, if you like. Uh,
0: Please don't. I'll ruin the recording. (laughs) You can protest in any way that doesn't ruin the recording, which is what Michael failed to do. Muckles episode, as I've said multiple times now, was the worst editing job I ever had. (laughs) I'm, I'm
1: sure they hold this as a great point of pride. Yeah,
0: yeah, they do. They, 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 the ending to the re- episode as it went out is not the ending to it as recorded because Michael attempted to make the loudest noise closest to the microphone at the highest pitch that they could, um, which the microphone probably didn't record because <laughs> Michael was that loud and that high. Um,
1: I applaud the microphone self-preservation instinct.
0: Yeah, it was just like, no, oh, we're not doing that. Um, yeah, so it tore. Uh, no, no, you can continue. Being, I'm just all my guests normally are, like they don't they don't respect the listeners enough to actually answer them. And you're just like quite quite carefully taking this question apart. And I know that in any other show, it would have already been deconstructed. Someone would have objected to the question. Be like, no, that's a stupid question. But you're just like, oh, I'm gonna... Well, I'm gonna.
1: Uh, it's a good question. Maybe I'll have objections to different questions. Alright,
0: well, we <laughs> haven't quite finished yet because we still haven't settled on settled on music.
1: No, we haven't.
0: So... D- shall we go genre and then, like, song?
1: Well, we haven't talked... Well, we... Okay, I'll be an arse about
0: it now. Um... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I shouldn't have said it. <laughs> no, you
1: shouldn't. Um, atmosphere, Mars, sound...
0: Oh, uh, yeah. Those
1: words. The sound will be different.
0: Yeah, I suppose. I mean, is it... Will it be a live performance? I, assume, I assumed it would be a recording, so it'd just be played through their radio or something.
1: Yeah, it would, but because atmospheric density, as I'm sure I've said those words wrong somehow, um, the pitch would change. All so right. it'd be really off-key. So we should pick something...
0: That'd be really funny to that'd have would be really off, funny off-key. Bohemian Rhapsody? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it just...
1: <sighs> have you heard the g major wrecking ball
0: cover no but i
1: abysmal i highly recommend
0: it we'll listen to it afterwards (laughs) um i have heard the imperial march in the wrong key uh in in i can't remember if it i think it's presumably it's in a major it's flipped into a major key um but it sounds like a gay pride anthem wow it's amazing it's like it's it's it was. It wasn't me that said that, but someone who was listening was like, "This sounds like a mar- Something that should be um, on a march on Pride Day." And I was like, "I can't. You're right. That this is the LGBTQ plus um, Darth Vader, and that would be amazing." Yes, it would. Yeah. But I Plus, still... that's
1: quite fitting for like setting foot on a new planet.
0: Oh yeah, mm-hmm. is it though? Because it's like the humans have arrived. Invasion tune.
1: Yeah, <laughs> quite fitting.
0: <laughs> have you have you heard about the Saudi prince they played uh, the Imperial March for? No. So um, there was a Saudi. I was like ten years ago now. And the Saudi prince, who is, I believe, the current monarch of Saudi Arabia. But anyway, uh, Saudi dignitary was coming. Uh, to meet the Queen at Sandringham and they, the Queen's band were instructed to play and they were like, no, this is a person with loads of human rights abuses and lots of other things. We're not giving him the full state honour that we give every other head of state. And they were like, no, you have to do it. And they were like, alright, we'll do it. Um, So they promptly played the Imperial March as he got off his plane and met the Queen for the first time and things like that. This full band playing the Imperial March, it's glorious. And he didn't get, like, he's not, he didn't get the references. Like, this is very good music. (laughs) And, like, the Queen is there. And they never got in trouble for it because they technically did what they were told.
1: That is magnificent. What an excellent form of rebellion. Yeah.
0: And then I think on the same trip or a slightly different trip, because um, this was still when Saudi Arabia wouldn't let women drive um, they uh, the queen to sort of annoy the, the prince asked him if he would like a driving tour of uh, Balmoral and so they the person said yes the queen got in the car in the front driving seat of the car and drove the Uh, prince around the estate and the prince was getting very anxious at this point (laughs) bearing in mind our queen was off-road driving by the military, she decided to go at uh, an increased speed, (laughs) Um, and an increased not-on-the-roadness around her private land, Uh, and apparently, because she is well-versed in such things, uh, while driving at uh, 70-80 miles an hour, gave a full historical tour of all the interesting details of Sandringham, and defended her actions by stating that if they hadn't gone that fast, they wouldn't have got round the full estate in time before before, uh, dinner.
1: That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, excellent.
0: Two, two of my favourite Queen stories. Uh, newfound
1: found respect for the monarchy. I quite <laughs> like
0: the Queen. Like, I don't know, there's, she does stuff like that every now and again. Yeah. Uh, and, right. and she, like, she photobombed those Australian <laughs> tennis players or something. She just like, I just reckon she's really bored, so every now and again takes the mick.
1: Yeah, it must be really boring being Queen. Like, yeah. There must be so many rules, like, can't do the thing.
0: Yeah. Want to do the thing. I mean, she snuck out, she snuck out on um, Victory in Europe Day. That's another random... I don't know why I suddenly this has turned into me explaining things about the Queen. Um,
1: yeah, you know a lot of things about the Queen.
0: Yeah, well, my brain just, like, absorbs facts. And, like, a lot of the, like, YouTube channels that tell you random facts like to do the Queen quite often, I've noticed. Just because I think she's a fascination for Americans.
1: Well, I haven't got one, so, like... oh, They used to have one, but it was our one, so... Yeah. Uh...
0: Well, they've never had a queen. No, because they, must, uh, I can't, I don't they know lost the, the they lost the empire before Victoria. So they've only ever had a king, America. Because wow. unless history, ah, history, history, <laughs> hi, an old segment on this podcast, <laughs> history fact of the day. Wow. Um, now there's a historian not on it. That's substantially less informative and relevant <laughs> than Alastair's facts, which were genuinely interesting. Um, Anyway, first, we still haven't done music. Well, unless we are committing down the Imperial March.
1: I I stand by that that would be very apt.
0: I see, I kind of want to go something more hopeful, but I think that you're correct. (laughs) Um, So, first TV show that the first Human Martian should, like, watch. I'm kind of hoping they're not watching TV yeah like if they're colonizing mars but I, I mean i guess even even astronauts have downtime yeah but like mm. what should they yeah why should they i mean i mean life Martian... on mars <laughs> oh life on mars <laughs> perfect yeah I no love that show. no i you see i've not seen it i've heard oh, lots so about good. it and i really need to watch it but oh, life on mars that's perfect
1: yeah, yeah. Made for it. done
0: <laughs> finished Life on Mars, done So, sport was lacrosse, video game was Space Invaders, the music is the Imperial March And the TV show is Life on Mars We're going down the theme quite heavily But I quite like it
1: Yep, yeah, I know what I'm about
0: I, I like the idea that there's the like astronauts just being like Oh boy, you gonna watch the first TV show on Mars I wonder what bases c- queued up because You know what, I am sick of just Mars, Mars, Mars all the time Oh for fuck's <laughs> sake
1: well, it's not about Mars. <laughs> no,
0: but I know, but, like... Yeah. Still. Um, I guess that... I mean, Gavir hasn't asked for film there, and I feel like the first film watched on Mars is as valid as any of the others as well. Um, if you have See, now,
1: to... with the theme lined up, I have to say The Martian. Yeah, I, I was gonna say to The give, Martian. I also have to give an equally unlikely... second option, because that's too obvious now.
0: Mm-hmm. Planet of the Apes.
1: That's nice. That's a good one. That nice contrast to the heavy Mars theme.
0: Yeah. Give him a Mars (laughs) bar. I like the idea that astronauts have sandwiches packed by their mums.
1: Yeah, a little brown paper bag with a post-it note with a happy face (laughs) on it.
0: Good luck! Don't incinerate in the atmosphere! (laughs) Oh, being an astronaut's parent must be one of the most stressful things.
1: Yeah, probably. Yeah.
0: Anyway, that, that is that question answered, and I believe answered well. So we'll move on to our second topic, which is which films would have the best and worst ballet adaptions? I've only seen the ballet once, and I've seen films many times. I don't know where I was going with that.
1: Okay. <laughs> well, uh, some films have been adapted into ballet's. Which one? Well, the Black Swan was adapted into, into a ballet. Oh, yeah. Because it was originally based on Swan Lake. I have been to the ballet and I used to dance ballet. Oh, that's
0: exciting.
1: Yeah, I stopped because I got disabled, so uh, that sucked. Yeah. Um,
0: no, I mean, uh, I went. When I went, I went because I'd never seen the ballet and I went with the one who used to do ballet dancing so that she could explain things. Oh, cool. Um, I can't remember the name of the ballet we saw now, which is really annoying. Damn it. But we saw Birmingham Royal Ballet when they came to Sunderland and it was very good. I really I quite liked it. I should go again. It's very expensive, though. It
1: is extremely expensive. I've got a fun story about the ballet. Go on. Um, we bought my grandma tickets to go and see Swan Lake right. um, by the London Royal Ballet or the Academy yeah. or something um, and forgot about it and instead of doing that ended up taking my younger cousin to see Alvin and the Chipmunks three on the same day and Ooh. forgot to take my grand to the ballet. Oh
0: dear.
1: <laughs> so that's um...
0: one of those is significantly worse <laughs> than the other. Yes
1: it is. Um so yeah that's how we wasted some ballet tickets.
0: Ooh that's that's painful to me. <laughs> yes it is. Yeah. It's
1: painful to all of
0: us. I don't, so what I'm trying to think of films that have come yeah. out recently. There were, I assume many. Yeah. A Star um, Wars ballet. Ooh,
1: that would be really good.
0: But That'd actually be really great. Yeah. Especially the prequels. Ooh. Imagine dancing Jar Jar.
1: Oh, no. <laughs> like, I can imagine that because there's <laughs> techniques in ballet that are really difficult to master but make you look like you're dancing badly.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and you do a goof and... Oh, yeah. Comic
0: characters. Yeah. Ever?
1: Oh, no, I hate it. It was a comic <laughs>
0: ballet that we saw and it's really annoying me that I can't remember it. Ah, uh, eventually I'll remember it and shout in the middle, uh, either in the middle of the podcast or after we finish recording. At some point, I'm going to shout a name of the ballet. Are sure. you? That was what I saw. Um, that now. Oh no, now it'd be great. And and like ballets are quite long, so you could definitely do like at least one of the trilogies. Mm. Um, in a full ballet, and that'd be a great experience because you put the you'd put at least one of the acts if you're doing the original trilogy just after the I am your father moment. Yeah especially if it was a three-act thing, you could do them like that.
1: Yeah, that would be really easy.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay, Star Wars is definitely a strong contender. Yeah. And I'm sure there's definitely some contemporary ballet schools that would love to do that. Yeah. Someone probably already has.
0: Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I mean, hmm. So, what else? Very space-themed podcast. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Space. Because then I immediately went to Star Trek, but I think that's too hard, because I think it's a bit too disparate. Like, there's not one good, cohesive story that really trans... Like, I think you want a um, quite a focused story in a ballet adaption. Yeah. So that's probably a contender for worst. Okay? I think anything with a lot of sort of a very unfocused narrative, because you want a few characters that can do elaborate dances around big moments. At least that's what that's the impression I get.
1: No, that, that's scams. Um... <laughs>
0: Come on, you're the ballet expert. Think ballet
1: expert, stop dancing on the ballet. Of the two of
0: us, you are the ballet expert. I've never
1: seen a ballet.
0: All right, well, I'm the I'm the ballet watching expert. Yeah,
1: <laughs> no, because so you
0: went to go see Alvin and the Chipmunks instead.
1: I didn't actually go to either of them because I didn't have tickets.
0: Uh, you probably spent like you spent some money on yeah. the Alvin and the Chipmunks then.
1: Yeah. What
0: an awful series of films yeah that'd make a terrible ballet adaption oh
1: but it'd be so funny
0: <laughs> yeah but like you know, people
1: in like voice changes trying to dance oh, wearing terrible no, terrible no, costumes no. I think that's a definite contender for the worst one
0: <laughs> yeah you see I don't I don't really like the the nature of um there's a there's a trend in some modern culture now to be like oh it's so bad it's good and i like we should stop yeah. encouraging that like we we should so bad it's good is it should be an accident not the goal yeah and there's a lot in a lot of media that is like oh this is terrible but it's a good sort of terrible
1: that's only really funny when it's earnest yeah yeah like the room is art because it was it was trying very very hard to be a really good film, and failed so spectacularly.
0: Mm. Uh, right. What else? What, so, yeah. we've gone in, and- I still, yeah. Better, I think we
1: a- should- uh, I think that there's a solid argument on the theme of films that are truly terrible, and stuff that's so bad it's good. Um, mm. There's a solid argument for a ballet of Airplane.
0: Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Ooh. I mean, I think Airplane.
1: I've never seen Airplane all the way through. Oh, I have, but I I really it.
0: liked it when I watched
1: it. I've only seen Airplane while playing the airplane drinking game, so I don't remember the ending.
0: <laughs> That's a very tally story. Yes, it um, is. <laughs> I watched it while staying with a friend in London, and I quite liked it. I mean, I quite like it because of comedy stuff and theory of comedy stuff, but um, I, think, I think the problem with that ballet would be you'd only get it if you've seen Airplane. Like... But for both best and worst, it needs to stand to my mind on its own, which is why Alvin and the Chipmunks works, because you could probably get Alvin and the Chipmunks' limited story through dancing. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, what else? A oh, oh, Marvel uh, ballet would be hilarious. It would. It'd probably be specially adapted. It wouldn't be any one of the stories, but Marvel ballet would be brilliant. <laughs> A brilliant, I think, in the worst end, rather than the best.
1: Yeah, they'd have to adapt it so much that it would be unrecognisable.
0: But but someone dressed as the Hulk doing ballet dancing would be amazing. (laughs) The Hulk in particular would be funny. Yeah. And the Spider-Man ballet dancer! Oh, this is amazing. The
1: Spider-Man one would probably be less ridiculous than the Hulk. Yeah. Because... For the Hulk, you'd either have them in, like, one of those inflatable bodysuits, <laughs> or they'd just try and find their most most muscular male ballet dancer and spray paint him green.
0: <laughs> both of those are excellent.
1: Uh, yeah, so, um, both of those are great.
0: Oh, but, like, how would they do the transition? Because they'd eat the same guy would have to play Bruce Banner. No, no, no,
1: they wouldn't. That They would oh, absolutely they? not do the same guy playing both. And they'd have some kind of ridiculous confetti cannon and...
0: And swap acts.
1: One skating past the other. Why I don't know why this is on ice now instead of just
0: regular. <laughs> oh, but Marvel Ballet dancing on ice <laughs> And there's a podcast title. <laughs>
1: um Yeah.
0: Marvel Ballet dancing on ice. I'm so happy.
1: Yeah, that that And was you nice. could have
0: like a a, a competition on the uh, primetime telly to see who gets to dance the lead superhero. <laughs> <laughs> Who gets to dance Captain America in the up and coming Marvel thing? It'd be like uh, Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat, and uh, oh, Maria that, yeah. and the Maria one, when they like copied it. There was like a massive fad of that, like however many years ago.
1: Yeah, I used to really love watching those.
0: Yeah, they sort of like quick burned.
1: Yeah, they filled the void in my life when Project Runway uh, replaced Project Catwalk and turned it useless.
0: Well, I I didn't watch either of those.
1: Uh, Project Catwalk was like a fashion design program that young seamstress me really bonded to and was like, I could turn all of these scraps of fabric into a beautiful garment and be like the next greatest fashion designer. And then it stopped and got replaced with an Americanized version called Project Runway that was useless Mm. and terrible and I hated it. Yeah, and that was very sad. But then all those things of, let's do a competition for the main role of... Whatever. Whatever it is.
0: Yeah, wh- happened whatever. We... at the
1: same time,
0: so... Yeah. Well, really weird then. Hmm. Uh, right. Yeah, all right. Well, that's an answer. Sure. <laughs> I mean, unless you have more thoughts I don't what...
1: have more thoughts.
0: <laughs> good. Um, good. Keep your thoughts thoughtless. Um... <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying, so I'm going to move on. Good. <laughs> uh, if you could give a plant a trait from any animal species, what would be the most unsettling from Katie? Scorpion tail. If I give a plant, yeah. Alright. Scorpion tail on what plant, though?
1: Oh, it'd have to be, like, not a carnivorous plant, because those
0: look like they should have scorpion tails.
1: Yeah. It'd have to be something really delicate and lovely. But Rose? then it's just. No, no, because those have spikes on them. Oh, yeah. Oh, but swapping out a rose's thorns for a scorpion tail would be pretty excellent.
0: It'd be an excellent way to break up with someone. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and by excellent, I mean, you're probably not a good person if you no, do No, it.
1: but it'd be pretty funny.
0: But some biologist listening to this in a lab now has just thought, oh, I've to Go- fucking, fucking gonna get got Gonna get you, Jerry. <laughs> Sorry, Jerry.
1: Um... <laughs> oh, that's great. There are so many plants that have like weird stuff already, though. I can't, there are plants that are so gross and weird that you can't actually make it more unsettling. Like the corpse flower.
0: Yeah, the corpse flower is weird. I
1: want to grow one.
0: Of course you do. <laughs> What's the weirdest thing you've ever grown, oh patron saint of gardening?
1: Um, the weirdest thing that I am currently growing. I'm just looking around my kitchen. Um, I've got some glass gem sweet corn, which is rainbow coloured, that my cat has helpfully bitten all the leaves off. Aww. I have some lemon trees. Uh, Lemon trees aren't weird. No, they're not weird. I uh, have some they're rainbow exciting. eucalyptus trees. Okay. Um, some starfruit trees.
0: Don't know what that is either.
1: Uh, I have now acquired the seeds to grow rambutans and mangosteen. Yeah,
0: we played Guess the Weird Fruit when I arrived. It was great. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. But what's, have you ever grown anything weirder than that?
1: Oh, yeah. I used to have a collection of carnivorous plants.
0: Oh, nice.
1: Yeah, they used to live in, like, a little mini greenhouse. It was
0: great.
1: Aww, I used to collect dead flies. Sinister be- <laughs> and
0: cute at the same time.
1: No, the, the the little, like, freezer bag filled with dead flies was uh, more unsettling.
0: Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I've never managed to, like, successfully do plants. We, we, we redid our garden and that stayed. But we redid our garden knowing we would never garden again. So we got plants that would survive on their own. <laughs> Yeah, we need to. So, we need a nice plant, like a lovely plant, a genuinely nice plant, a daisy. Yeah. Which I guess is a weed. Daisy with a scorpion tail doesn't have the right impact, though. Oh, imagine.
1: Or like a lily, or something, because they've got the big, long, uh, pollen-holdy things, stamens. Um Pollen-holdy (laughs) things. Words are hard, okay? Alright,
0: fine. Um Sure.
1: Also, oh, I like that the you were
0: miming, and it was like <laughs> they can't see that tally.
1: No, it helps me. <laughs> so, um, yeah, you swap that out for a scorpion tail.
0: Oh right, no, no, this is. Hmm, I'm not going to come out as a good person at the end of this sentence. All right, but I really want to put something like a scorpion tail or something horrible on um, a poppy to really ruin remembrance. Oh, God. <laughs> 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 like the beautiful shots of poppies that you get on, like remember, as Sundays and things, would be awful if. Like I know it wouldn't change the like paper poppies, but like the the poppies are already like they're full of opium and stuff. But imagine if you made them worse with like claws, <laughs> and it'd be like here in Flanders, <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> there's been a massacre, and now there are some plants here that might also maul you to death. <laughs>
0: This is very and and um, it would uh, mean that all of the battlefields around Team Val would be swar- swarming with like high school students all the time. Ooh. So they'd be like, oh no, can't fill out the risk assessment on this one. That yep, hmm. that
1: would be maybe an improvement, honestly. Yeah, <laughs>
0: maybe. Or oh, right, what what the let's plant and trait from any animal species. I mean, a trait, so it doesn't have to be a physical thing, It'd be like a behaviour or something less obvious. Make a human tree. Make the ends. Because <laughs> technically, I think humans count as animals for yeah, this. Yeah, they
1: definitely do. Um,
0: oh, oh no! Also
1: put capitalism in trees.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh no, because then they'd start charging us for the oxygen.
1: <laughs> Wasn't that like the theme of the Lorax?
0: I don't know. I haven't was, seen that film either.
1: <laughs> it's a great children's film about how trees are important. I Aww. love it. It's really good.
0: No, stick human eyes on trees. Mm. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> yeah. um. we, we 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 haven't been very nice. Like this doesn't. Oh, which would be the no, most, unsettling? most unsettling? Yeah, yeah that's the all right. Point. Yeah, human eyes on trees would be bad. Yeah. I think we've gone violent. I think we need to be a bit more unsettling. Um. Which is not an instruction I ever thought I'd give on the podcast.
1: Okay, so gills are quite unsettling, and some fungi already have like gill. Fungi aren't plants, never mind. I'm still gonna finish my thought. So, um, they already have like a gill like structure, so if you put in the like flapping and waving into that, that'd really mess with you if you're out in the woods at night.
0: Yeah. Or like, just give the like loads of plants the ability to vocalise like animal cries. That'd what, creep me out. Yeah,
1: with any trait, what you should take the trait you should take is the baboon mating ritual of bearing leather behind and shrieking and put that in literally any plant ever. <laughs> every, every time
0: it's germinating though. <laughs> like the tree would just go like bend over a bit, <laughs> shriek, and then the seeds explode.
1: That would be amazing.
0: That's how they attract bees.
1: That would be so good. Oh bees are so good
0: bees <laughs> are great um yeah all right uh I just it's uh, I'm, this is so every now and again on the podcast we get questions that are going to bother me for a long time where I keep I and I, and I know that for the rest of the day I'm gonna be thinking but what if a tree had this <laughs> what if a, what if I don't know what a, like I'll see a plant walking home and I'll and I'll spend like 10 minutes thinking what uh, like, weird animal creep, like, oh, tails!
1: Oh. <laughs> yeah, tail. give them like properly prehensile tails. Honestly, giving them, giving plants fur would already be a bit of Ooh,
0: aesthetic. ooh, no, I don't <laughs> like that! Oh, oh, god. God, I need to go to my happy place. Uh, uh, marble Bowdy dancing on ice. No, oh, I really don't like fur, and I don't know why I really don't like fur, but it weirds me out. I want to go, like, have a shower. Um. <laughs> ugh. Yuck. Uh, I don't... Uh, it, no. No, <laughs> no wrong. Pants. Wrong. Gone wrong. I meant it. No. <laughs> well,
1: I think that's definitely the most unsettling
0: Yep, that's you've won. Um, <laughs> correct. Uh, right. Well, that's that's the end of the topics. Uh, so, Unless you have any grand profound things you want to say Ooh. while you have the chance.
1: I don't think there's anything profound going on cool. in my head.
0: Well, I'm going to thank Tally for being on. And I'm going to remind you in the microphone to uh, subscribe. That's where the audience are (laughs) inside. Um, I'm going to remind you to subscribe to us on SoundCloud, iTunes, and other podcasting platforms. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. And give me money uh, via buymeacoffee.com. Right. Goodbye, everyone. Say goodbye, Tali. Bye.